So my school year ended June 13th. I still have one more field trip to go on. I'm going to go whitewater rafting. I'm excited for that. I've never actually been whitewater rafting, so I think that's going to be fun. And then I have my actual graduation ceremony that's coming up in about a week, basically. But in terms of like actual school days, those are over. And I've kind of found lately that I get really stressed out in the morning and really anxious in the morning. And I've always really wanted to have a morning routine, but with school, it was always really difficult because I had to be up getting ready for school and I had to be out the door at 7.45. And so if I wanted a good morning routine or whatever, I I thought I had to wake up at like 6 o'clock or 5.30 or something. And that's really difficult during the school year, especially when I'm staying out maybe till like 10.30 or 11. It just didn't work out. So I never really had a routine. But now that the school year's over, I've began my journey to forming this good morning routine that's going to work for me and be so great, you know? So why would I want a morning routine? I think there's like three really big benefits from having a morning routine. For starters, it's reliable. It's a reliable way to start your day because life is just unreliable sometimes. You could have a whole list to plan out your day And there'd still be something that might not happen or something else pops up just because life isn't reliable. And so I think having a good routine in the morning or even just a routine in general, not even only for the morning, throughout your life, having routines is reliable for your body. It grants your body reliability so you can look forward to this routine and so you know this is what I'm going to do. This is all laid out and you have some reliability. And I think having some reliability is nice, especially in the morning when you're waking up. I also found, like I said, that in the morning I get anxious and a little antsy. And so a routine can kind of help you calm down and distress so you can start the day with a clear mind. Maybe you have bad dreams or maybe when you wake up, you immediately start thinking about all the things you have to do and what you have to accomplish during the day and you start to stress out. Having this routine can kind of help you get out of that stressed out phase and have a clear mind. And I also think a morning routine helps your body transition from waking up to being awake before you go on social media, before you go on your phone, before you start your day, before you go to work, you have this time where you can ease into all of that and you have this nice transition. So you don't just wake up and then bam, go right to work. You have this moment where you're allowed to fully wake up. I like to have the morning routine kind of transition from waking up to being awake. After your routine, you're, an, you're now awake and present. That's the point of the routine, to wake you up in a healthy way, stop you from maybe being stressed or going on social media, stuff like that. So I think those are the three big benefits. For example, let's say you get up in the morning and you just roll over, shut your alarm clock off, check your notifications, go on Snap, maybe snap someone back, go on Instagram, go on TikTok, 
If you go on TikTok, you're likely to scroll a little bit. So let's say you scroll for 10 minutes and then you're like, you know what? I'm hungry. You're going to go downstairs. You're still in your pajamas, whatever. Get some food. Talk to your family. And then you're like, oh, I got to get dressed. Go upstairs. Got to brush your teeth now. See, it's like you're still getting stuff done, but it's in a kind of cluttered order. Whereas if you wake up and then shut your alarm clock off and then maybe stretch a little, journal some thoughts and feelings to de-stress a little, then make your bed, then get dressed, then go downstairs, eat breakfast, talk to your family, and then go on your phone. It's the same thing, but in a different order. And I think the second one, the routine, gave the day a more organized vibe, more put together. And routines, though, aren't just to make you this hot, picture-perfect girl that's put together. That kind of comes with it. You kind of feel more confident, kind of feel like a hot girl when you have this good morning routine. But that's not the only reason why you should have one. It's because it has these good mental side effects. Better ease into your day, starting off your day on the right note, clearing your mind, being present before you move forward. This is the main point. This is the main positive side effect of a routine. Routines aren't just there to make you seem put together or picture perfect. It's to help your mental state. It's not even about the looks of it or the aesthetic or if you look like a hot girl or if you look put together. At heart, it's about your mental state. And this doesn't mean your routine can't be aesthetic, though. You can still make your coffee in the morning and put it in like those glass cups or like the glass straw. You can still do that. You can still make a matcha in the morning. That's considered aesthetic. You can still have a cute matching set to work out and do yoga for a little bit. You can still make your routine aesthetic and aesthetically pleasing for your taste, but that's the afterthought. I think the primary focus of the routine is for it to work in helping you transition and mentally be ready for the day. The point of the routine is for your mentality, not the aesthetic. Once you find what works for you mentally, then you can find how you want to make this look aesthetic. Because when stuff's aesthetic and when stuff looks pleasing, it makes it more exciting sometimes. So I think having things look cute and look aesthetic is definitely a positive. It makes it more attractive. But that's not the main point. The main point is making sure it's good for your mentality. And that's why I have this beef with Instagram and Instagram reels. When I see these videos with people posting their morning routines... I feel like the videos that are being promoted and posted and the videos that I see are just the eye-catching videos and ideas of what a routine should look like. They're really aesthetic. They're extravagant. They're kind of extreme. They're not ordinary. And they look pleasing to the eye, which makes sense. It makes sense that these are the videos I'm seeing the most. When I open Instagram and I go to my feed, and when I go to Reels especially, I see a lot of get ready with me, morning routine, healthy habits videos. And all of them look really good. 
You see these girls in the super cool location. The lighting's perfect. They're wearing a cute outfit. And it just looks really nice. And this makes sense. It makes sense that I'm seeing these videos because social media is meant to boost and promote videos that are eye-catching or controversial or extreme, videos that get your attention because that's how they make money. Because social media apps make money off of advertisements. And so in order to get advertisements, they need people on the app watching. And in order to get people to watch, you need to have content that's really eye-catching and extreme and bold. And so Instagram automatically posts these extreme videos with these get-ready routines and these morning routines and these healthy habit routine things in the morning. And so I'll see a lot of videos of people getting up at 5 a.m. and going to the gym for an hour and a half and then going on a walk and they're wearing this super cute outfit and their skin's literally glowing and then they have a smoothie bowl and then they go talk to their boyfriend and then they like do a ton of super extravagant morning routine stuff. And I'm not saying that this type of routine is bad. It's fine to wake up early and have this big routine and everything like that. That's okay. But it is commonly promoted with this whole aesthetic in mind. Promoting aesthetic, not the mental routine. It's just promoting the looks of it. The look of going to the gym looks good. The look of going on a run with glowing skin in a great outfit looks good. The look of making this coffee looks good. It's not really having to do with the mentality of a routine. It's not normal or common to have this big routine. It's not what everybody's doing, but it's portrayed like it is because the videos that are getting boosted and promoted are the more desirable-looking ones. The videos that content creators know are going to get boosted and promoted are the videos where things look really aesthetically pleasing. These routines that are extravagant and aesthetic and popular are fine. It's okay. They're not bad. And going to the gym does release dopamine. Eating healthy is good for you. But these ideas are portrayed like they are the best or that they are what routines should be. The reality of the situation is that these types of routine days are not something I find people doing on a daily basis. In reality, this whole aesthetic what routines should be isn't really common. Not to mention at the same time the fact that these videos might not even be 100% truthful. People posting these long extravagant routines and saying that this is their morning routine. This might be just them videoing themselves and, and kind of hyping themselves up in a way that's not totally truthful. For example, let's say you see a video on Instagram of this girl in this super cute set doing yoga outside in the sun, in the sun on her balcony and it's gorgeous and it's a video and like the little caption on the screen or whatever says morning routine starts off with yoga for 20 minutes, yoga for 30 minutes. And you're looking at that and you're like, oh, wow, like that looks awesome doing yoga for 30 minutes. Like she's got it together. She looks good. She's glistening in the sun. But maybe the girl was only really doing yoga for five minutes in the morning. But she said she was doing it for 20 because it seems more extreme. It seems more, wow. 
it's more desirable. Like, wow, she did yoga for 30 minutes in the morning. That's crazy. That's a long time. That's dedication. Whereas, oh, I did yoga for five minutes might seem more like, nah, like you did five minutes of yoga. Okay. So maybe she just said she did it for 30 minutes because that seems more desirable. It seems more accepted and more praised to do it for a longer amount of time. So, you know, who, who's to say these people are actually telling the full truth? Maybe some are telling the full truth. Maybe some aren't. I think we need to take that into consideration when we see these videos because there's a chance. There's a chance that the truth in these videos is twisted to fit the aesthetic and to fit what gets boosted and promoted by Instagram. Routines are good because they ease you into your day, because they help your mental state. A routine isn't only quote-unquote good if it implies there's a long skincare process or you're going to the gym for at least an hour and you're having a smoothie and you're... Instagram routines do not define what an effective morning routine is. Instagram routines are not the normal for the majority of the population. Most of us don't have enough time to devote hours out of our morning to the gym and to yoga and to run and for a smoothie. Maybe sometimes, but not on a routinely basis. Maybe once every few weeks you have that day where you have the whole morning and you're like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to make a smoothie, I'm going to wear this super cute outfit. Maybe you have that day once every few weeks, but once every few weeks isn't a morning routine. That's just every once every few weeks when you have the chance. That's not a routine. But we're being, we're kind of labeling it as the routine and making it seem like that's a routine when really normal routines aren't that extravagant normally. And maybe there is someone out there who has this long, extravagant routine every morning and follows it strictly. Maybe. And this whole extravagant routine that's on Instagram within itself isn't even a bad thing. It's only becoming negative when we start to think that it's the only way, or it's the right way, or it's the best way. These are my realistic routine ideas. If you're struggling with figuring out what to do, these are some ideas you could take in to consideration. And my routine ideas focus on mental health. And once you have, once you figure out what you need for your mental health in the morning, then you can start to add in the aesthetic parts of it. My morning routine focuses on my mental state. This is what I've been doing for the past three days. Like I said before, I've never really had time to focus on a morning routine because of school. But now I have that time. And so it's only been like a few days. This is what I've been doing. And I'm the type of person that needs to go easy and a little faster on the routine. I like getting my day started ASAP, ASAP. I don't really like the idea of having a really long routine in the morning because that would honestly kind of stress me out because I have things I want to do and I don't want to push those off. I want to get right to doing those things. And so that's how it is for me. So this is my routine. It takes, I think, roughly 30 minutes for this routine. This is what I do. 30 minutes, more or less. I don't know. haven't really timed it, but it kind of just depends on how long I journal. (laughs) Okay. Because I start off, I wake up in the morning. I try to wake up earlier 
the better. The earlier, the better. There you have it. So I'll wake up, and then I have a little journal on my nightstand, and I journal. Nothing too strict or crazy. It's just a notebook. I'll journal what's on my mind. What am I thinking about? What's what's going on in my life right now? What 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 made me happy the other day? What happened that I really enjoyed? What happened that inspired me? Just stuff like that. Stuff that's on my mind. Stuff that's making me sad. Stuff that's making me anxious. Stuff that's making me mad. Anything. Like anything that's on my mind, I'll write down. Just whatever's on my mind at the moment. And then I try to do just things I'm grateful for to kind of end it on a happy note. Because if I'm talking about something that's stressing me out, I don't want to just leave it at that. I want to have something good written down to leave it at. Leave it at. Have a good ending to my journal. So I'll write a few things that I'm grateful for, a few things that have made me happy or that I'm excited for or looking forward to. Super chillaxed journaling. Super relaxed. And I kind of just write until I'm done. I don't set a time limit journal for five minutes because sometimes I want to journal for over five minutes. You know, so there's not really a time limit to that. I kind of just journal until I'm done. And so that usually takes like 15 minutes. I don't really think I journal for 20 minutes. Maybe I do sometimes. I don't know. But I just journal. Then I open my curtains in my room and I make my bed. Pretty standard, like making your bed in the morning. That's something that I actually didn't do over the school year. I didn't make my bed in the morning. I just got up and got ready for school. So I think making your bed is a great way to like start that whole waking up process. You get out of bed, you make your bed. That kind of signals being done with sleepy time, you know? Anyway, then I quote unquote meditate for five minutes. Now this whole meditation thing, I kind of, you know, I don't listen to anything on my phone specifically. I probably will at some point, but right now what's been working for me has been, I sit like crisscross applesauce on my bed, the sun's shining on my face because the curtains are now open, and I uh, like close my eyes and I start focusing on my breath and like breathing in and out, and then I think of, okay, what's the loudest thing I can hear right now? What what are the sounds that I'm hearing? And so I'll hear like the birds outside, I'll hear my parents downstairs talking, I'll hear the clock ticking, I'll hear a car go by, stuff like that, and then I'll transition to thinking about what can I smell right now I've had allergies lately so I can't really smell anything but I like to imagine I can smell food downstairs so that's a little fun thing I do and then I go to like what can I touch right now so it's like what can I feel right now as I'm sitting so it's like I can feel my blankets on me I can feel my clothes on me I can feel my hand touching my leg I can feel the breeze if my room is a little drafty you know and then that kind of helps me calm down because I wake up kind of anxious. And I realized this once school was over because when I was in school, I didn't really have the time to wake up in the morning and think about how I was feeling. And so if I woke up and I was anxious or stressed, that feeling kind of just followed me the whole day because I never really have or had the time to address it. For the past few mornings, I've woke up and I've been antsy. And I think it's excitement, honestly, because when I start the day... I have things I want to do and I'm kind of excited, but I'm also anxious because there's things that are kind of like making me a little stressed or like things that I'm looking forward to starting and I just want to get going on it and I just, I'm kind of tense. And, you know, it's a mixture of excitement and anxiousness and stress and all this stuff. 
but it can really easily go away. I think it just happens when I wake up in the morning. I'm like ready to go. I wake up and I, I got to tone it down a little. I get tense. And so that's what the meditation I do is for. Focusing on my breath calms me down. Journaling, I'll write out what's making me a little anxious and then I kind of just tell myself to calm down. I'll write in my journal. I'll be like, Lee, calm down. Like I talk myself out of it. And so that kind of helps. And then I get dressed and I wash my face and then I eat breakfast. And in my routine, I have no phone at breakfast. No phone until after my routine is done. So I guess this is a seven-step routine. Wake up one, two journal, three curtains, four make my bed, five meditate, six get dressed and wash my face, seven eat breakfast. So that's seven steps. Waking up's the first step, so I guess you can make it six steps. That's really fairly short. Plus, opening my curtains takes legitimately three seconds. So should we even count that as a step? I don't know maybe. It's really short. I really like not going on my phone during breakfast because I feel like it's the morning and I should still learn how to eat food without being on a phone. That's how I feel for me. I think that helps me. So I do it. That's the whole point of the routine, right? To like do what works for you and what works for your mental state. And honestly, there's not even that much I can do on my phone. Lately, I've been like reaching for my phone and like wanting to do something, but there's nothing to do on it because I deleted the majority of my social media apps. I actually deleted Instagram off my phone today, and now I only access it through my computer. That way, I'm less likely to scroll. So I legitimately only have Facebook on my phone. So there's like nothing I can really do. And I have a time limit on Facebook, so I can only access it after 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So I can't even go on it in the morning. And so there's really no point to go on my phone at breakfast, but I still, every morning, I still want to go on it, but I don't. That's my little thing. I feel like I shouldn't want to crave going on my phone at breakfast. So that's my, that's my routine. That's it. Transitioning from being, you know, getting out of my sleep to being present. That's what my morning routine's for. Going to the gym, working out, doing yoga, those are things that I would kind of consider fitness. So I would do those during the day when I'm like, I'm going to go on a run now. I'm going to go to the gym now. And I mean, I'll still go to the gym in the morning after my routine. I'll still do that some days. But that's not something I want in my routine. Because I feel like going to the gym in the morning is honestly kind of stressful if it's first thing in the morning. Because I kind of get some gym anxiety. And so I'd rather eat food and everything and calm down and then go to the gym. So that's my thing. That's my thing about that. If it works for you, if you want to go to the gym every morning, go right ahead. What works for you? I just focus my routine on mental health. And so here are some other things you can do. For starters, think about what you need in the morning. I would say journaling is a great way to start your morning because you're able to be grateful. Write down what you're grateful for. Really, it puts you in this headspace where you're just happy. And when you start to write down in depth what you are truly grateful for, you start to feel those feelings of gratefulness. When it comes to writing down what you're grateful for, really think about it. What are things that have happened recently that you're really grateful that happened? What are things that you're looking back on and you're like, wow, I'm really lucky that I have these things that other people don't. I'm really grateful for that. Write down things that truly make you grateful. I think having a gratitude journal is a great place to start because 
you know, it does give you that feeling of being grateful and compassionate. And it just puts you in a really good mood when you're thinking of these things that you're happy about and excited about. And those things are at the front of your mind, not the negative things or the worries or the stress. And so that's something I would suggest you incorporate. I'd also say if you want, you could go for a walk or you could stretch for a little bit in the morning or read in the morning. That's a good thing for your brain. You could read a book for like five minutes. No phone or social media in the very beginning of the morning, I think is a a good habit to implement just because hopping on social media right first thing, I think, opens you up to mindless scrolling. Seeing a video that isn't very pleasant or seeing a video that kind of aggravates you or makes you upset. Honestly, social media doesn't really harbor many good, positive, wake-up-in-the-morning vibes. I think that's something you want to do later in the day. Extensiveness does not validate your routine and its effectiveness as a routine. What validates your routine is if it's effectively helping you transition from waking up to being awake and making you feel good. So do you want to have coffee in the morning? Just because people on Instagram do it doesn't mean you have to. What do you want to do? What helps your mental state? If getting up in the morning and making a matcha or a coffee and having that with your breakfast really helps you feel put together and you really like it and you enjoy it, then do it. If you really like the idea of having a long skincare process because that makes you, it's a form of self-care for you and it makes you happy, then do it. But you don't need to do it. It's not a requirement. I love the way having a skincare routine looks. I love the way it looks. The little bottles that the girls on Instagram have and like the face mask, it looks so good. But when it comes to the morning, doing a long skincare routine would stress me out because it's so many steps and I kind of just want to move on. So I just wash my face and use a cleanser. That's all I do. The long skincare process doesn't work for me. So You can make a coffee in the morning. You can wear cute matching outfits and do yoga and have this long thing. You can. But remember, and please don't feel pressured like that's the only way to do it or that's the right way to have a routine and the only way that's effective. What's effective is what works best for you. Instagram promotes this aesthetic routine. But the aestheticness of your routine really doesn't matter if your mental health isn't being covered, if your mental health isn't being addressed. If you hate doing yoga, don't do it. If you really like the idea of breathing and having like just focusing on your breath, but that's not on Instagram, doesn't mean you can't do it. Do what is going to serve you. What are you like in the morning? When you wake up tomorrow morning, think about how you're feeling in the morning. Do you wake up and do you, what do you do normally? Think about what you do normally. Sometimes we don't even think about it. What's your morning routine been for the past month? What have you been doing in the morning? How do you feel about what you've been doing? And then go from there. Do you get stressed out in the morning? Do you really like the idea of stretching more in the morning? Do you sleep in a way that like you're kind of tense when you wake up and you need to stretch? Think about it. What do you need to do in the morning? Do you have a lot of thoughts running through your mind and you need to journal? Do you wake up feeling more negative or do you wake up feeling more motivated? How do you feel? Sometimes you don't really think about it. Sometimes we don't even have the time to think about it. But now that it's summer, you kind of have this opportunity to create this routine because you have the time. And I think now's the best time to start. The extensiveness doesn't validate your routine. My routine's like 
five steps, seven including opening curtains and waking up. So it's short. My routine is very short, like 30 minutes maybe, which isn't really that long of a time. You could have yours be even shorter if you wanted. But the extensiveness of your routine and the lengthiness of it has nothing to do with how effective it is. A routine that's an hour and a half long can have the same effect as a 20-minute long one, depending on the person and what they're doing. And this also doesn't mean that your routine can't be aesthetic. You can make coffee in the morning. You can have that cute matching outfit. You can sit in the sun outside. You can go on a hot girl walk. You can do all those things. But don't feel like you have to in order to be productive or you have to in order to have a successful routine. The aestheticness of a routine doesn't matter. What comes first is the mental health. So focus on what your mental health needs and then think of the aestheticness of it. Then think of the aesthetics and the looks of it. Aesthetics comes second. Mental health comes first. And I think that's how you build a really good morning routine. And it doesn't have to be long or extensive. Pick and choose what you like to do. If you see someone on Instagram or Pinterest or a social media platform doing something aesthetic in the morning and you're like, you know what? I want to do that because I think it will make me feel more relaxed and it looks cute and I like it. Then you can add it to your routine. But if you see something that looks really good, but you're like, "Eh, I don't really feel like that's my thing. I don't have time to do that in the morning. Then you don't have to do it. Instagram routines and get ready with me's aesthetic stuff doesn't define what makes a good routine. You pick and choose what works for you. And also, don't be harsh on yourself if you don't strictly follow everything about your routine all the time, every single day. If you slip up or something happens, that's okay. I think having discipline is really crucial because in order to form a habit, you need to be consistent. And so if you set a routine for yourself, I hope that you take it seriously and like you wake up in the morning and you like you do what you say you're going to do. But if there's a day where you wake up late and it was an accident or even if it wasn't an accident and you were just exhausted, but you have to be out somewhere and you don't have time to journal and you don't have time to do 10 minutes of yoga, that's okay. Don't hate yourself for it or be harsh on yourself for it. Because that would be really mean to yourself. I think it's good to have discipline and follow the rules you set for yourself. Like if you say, I'm not going to go on my phone during breakfast, but then you're like, eh, it's whatever. I'm just going to go on my phone. It's fine. That's where you're lacking a little bit of discipline. Like, hey, like stick to your routine. Like you did this for yourself. You're doing this for your mental health. Stick to it. But also like if your mom texts you while you're having breakfast, And you see it buzz and it's like kind of an urgent message, pick it up. Like, don't say, no, I can't pick it up. I'm eating breakfast. Like, you can still have that leniency. If that's a word, I think it's a word. You can still, like, not follow it strictly, but still have that discipline. And so if you slip up or if you mess up or if, you know, again, life's unexpected. So if not everything goes according to plan perfectly like you wanted it to, And, you know, maybe you do go on your phone during breakfast or maybe you don't do a meditation or maybe your yoga for five minutes turned into yoga for three minutes. That's okay. Just make sure you're listening to yourself and that you're not cheating yourself out of a really great experience. Because having a nice morning routine for weeks and weeks and months and maybe even a year or a year or two 
has really great benefits. And so don't cheat yourself out of this awesome thing just because you don't feel like it or just because there's a day where you're not feeling like doing your morning routine. Or even if you have a morning routine and you're like, I can't do this, this is too much, and I keep skipping out on my routine, maybe that's because your routine needs to be tailored a little bit more to what you can do. If you can't do your routine, tone it back a little. Do a little less. You can always do that. A routine doesn't have to stay the same forever. You can switch it up a little. It can fluctuate. You can change it. If you're journaling in the morning and you just hate journaling, then don't do it. You don't have to journal. I like it. I suggest it. But if you don't want to journal, if journaling's not your thing, if you're not a writer, if you don't like writing, don't do it. If you're doing a routine and you're like, this one thing just makes you annoyed and you don't look forward to it, don't do it. You should look forward to your routine and look forward to following it. And so if there's part of your routine that you really just hate, take it out because the morning routine is tailored to you. So do what you love. Anyway, just to recap this episode, routines are meant to serve your mental health first. Then aesthetics come. Instagram routines don't define what a good routine is. A good routine is something that effectively wakes you up in a positive way. And don't be harsh on yourself. Be disciplined, but don't be harsh. Allow yourself to slip up a little. Allow yourself to make changes to your routine. Allow yourself to cut you some slack. And have fun with making it aesthetic. It's not like you can't be aesthetic at all. If there's something you want to add that's cute to your routine, go right ahead. But don't make that your number one priority. Anyways, thank you for listening to this episode today and joining me and having this fun conversation with me. I'm so grateful you came. If you want to support the podcast, feel free to follow the Take a Step Back underscore podcast on Instagram. I post frequently updates about the podcast, new ideas I'm having, positive quotes, ideas, everything about the podcast is on there. So if you're interested in joining the Take a Step Back community, that is a great place to start. If you want to stay up to date on my life, you can follow my personal Instagram, Lee underscore dot Lefevre. I think in the past few episodes, I've been saying the wrong Instagram, so that's kind of funny. But the real Instagram is Lee underscore dot Lefevre. So if you want to follow my Instagram account and stay up to date with me, you can do that as well. And if you really like this episode or have thoughts you want to share or anything you want to tell me, feel free to leave it in a review on this podcast. I promise I will read it and I will see it and I will appreciate it. And again, I'm so grateful you came today. I hope I can see you next Monday for the next episode. This is the Take a Step Back podcast's 50th episode. So we're halfway to 100, which is a pretty cool milestone. Um, But anyway, I will see you in the next one. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing rest of your life. So happy you came today. You're awesome. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you later. Bye.